0: Hi, my name is Ozzy Jurok, I'm the host of OzBuzz, where we interview interesting, eclectic and successful people and their various niches. And today we're very pleased to have with us Corina Stainsby, who is a realtor and a certified senior real estate specialist, so it's a very rare kind of a profession. She used to work as in a healthcare field as an occupational therapist. And she helps senior clients uh, create individualized plans to empower and achieve their own goals, which is very important in these crazy times that we're in. She is uh, very knowledgeable and very much aware of the financial and emotional challenges that senior clients have, and she is proud to be on the board of directors of the Columbus Long-Term Care Society, the Senior Link Independent Living Society, the Rich Meadows Professionals for Seniors, and a member of the Agent Leadership Council at Keller Williams. Welcome, Corina.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Ozzy.
0: Tell me a little bit about your specialty.
1: So, um, it started really when I started helping my mom look for some housing options for herself. Um, with my background in uh, healthcare, I thought it would just be easy enough to, you know, to just find just the right place for her. And I learned that it wasn't. Uh, There's not a lot of resources out there. Sometimes it's just hard to really figure out which kind of information is the right one that we're looking for. So I I kind of made it a little bit of my mission to um, assist seniors who were struggling with the. the debate, I suppose, whether or not to stay in their homes or whether or not they should move. And if they did move, then what kind of housing options were available to them? And um, little by little over the years, I put together a number of resources, a number of professionals to really help uh, support the people who are, are needing that. Yeah,
0: it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's a new world. First of all, StatScan says that seniors age 65 and over this, they're growing that that group of people grows six times faster than the kids between zero and 14. So the kids that I'd be paying the seniors pensions, we have a lot fewer of them. And so it's much more important that seniors take a good hard look or even want to be seniors, I might be in my 50s, but I should be planning <laughs> and look forward to uh, get um, get my, my affairs in order when, when the time comes. So mm-hmm. Uh, So that's why you ended up focusing on seniors, because of your mom?
1: Yes. And so she actually did not downsize. She actually upsized. So she found a great home in a 55-plus community. So she is basically, her neighbors are all over 55-plus. They have different groups. They have different things that happen every month, like movies and potlucks. And so she's very social. She loves that. But she wanted the extra room because thinking ahead, she figured out if and when her health starts to decline, she would like to have a live-in caregiver. So she wanted to make sure she had that extra room. And she wanted to also make sure she had a big enough space to entertain. She's got a big family. And so it's little things like that. It really, as you said, Ozzy, planning ahead and really figuring out what, where do I see myself in the next five, 10 years um, is my next move going to be my last move, or do I see myself moving again in ten years? So, there's a number of things really that uh, one needs to take into consideration if they're thinking of leaving their home. Although I have to say, if you look at Statscan again, most people do not want to leave their home.
0: Well, that's right. We like to we like a staycation at home, maybe. Right. But your business is different from the traditional realtor model, then, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. So. I would say at least a third to a half of my clients are over the age of 55. The other half are uh, first time home buyers, if you will. And, and I think it just speaks, my personality is more patient, calm. So I do tend to hold their hand through the process whether or not they're first time home buyers or seniors. Um, but with seniors, they don't make a decision right away unless they've been thinking about it you know, for years they're always uh, want to plan, they want to get more information, but you also do need to hold their hand. And um, if they're leaving a home where they've lived there for 30, 40, 50 years, lifetime, yeah, lifetime memories, a lot of things have accumulated, you know, it's very emotional. So, you know, it's not the kind of of business, for example, if you're working with an investor, where they'll see something, they decide on it, and then they go for it, right? It's, it's, this is numbers. a long term. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's numbers. I mean, for the senior, it is a very emotional thing. So what very... what should they look at when they decide whether they should move or whether they should stay? What?
1: Well, if, if you did ask, as I mentioned, I, I would say close to 100% will say they want to remain as independent and as safe in their home for as long as possible. And that's great. So um, actually, I put together a guide That I can can provide for seniors uh, for free it's kind of a should I move or stay guide and a lot of these questions actually came out of um, the federal government they have a website they have these check boxes that you really Mm -hmm. should consider looking at your health for example looking at what kind of supports you have Um, do you want to stay in your community so there's a lot of um, really personal questions you yourself need to think about and there's no right answer right it's whatever is right for you but what I would say is if you do want to age in place or remain in your home for as independent as possible you need to figure out um, does it make sense does it make sense to you financially for example if your home is too big if you're barely able to maintain it because uh, you know decline in health, it's too expensive to maintain or you're not able to continue paying the taxes or insurance then maybe it might be time to look at other options now if you want to remain at home but you're not sure because you've got stairs for example then how about looking at other options like can you stay in the main floor is there a bedroom there um, you need to make sure you have grab bars in the bathroom um, do you need to widen your doorways because you've got a wheelchair or walkers? So all these things... A
0: ramp up the stairway, a ramp maybe, you know. Ramps,
1: exactly. So again, come back to the whole concept of planning ahead.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and that is so important. By the way, this guide, I'll put your email below, uh, so if you're looking at this on YouTube, just look below and you send it uh, to her email, and uh, she'll send you the guide or give you access to the guide. Well, it's certainly, I mean, I, I, I look at, uh, talk to a lot of investors, and a lot of people also call me from the radio show and they always ask me questions. And I know in one particular case, it's about a year ago, a uh, Vancouver couple, uh, you know, they were both in their late 60s and they said they couldn't make the property taxes. And so I said, Well, where do you live? Well, they lived on the West Side. Well, what's it worth? It's two million. I said, Well, you're looking at this the wrong way. You are a multi-millionaire. I mean, yeah. you know, we accept, you know, no, no, we're not. We can hardly, barely make the cost. And I said, well, look, let's just take a look at it. If you took this $2 million and put $1 million into Phoenix and bought 10 condos there, cash, clear title, which would get you about 1100 a month each, which clears you about 80000 US a year, then you take the other million and of that you can, one month you go for $3,000 to Phoenix in a house with a pool, then one month to Kimberley skiing, then one month for $5,000 <laughs> go on a cruise, and the other $3,000 that you left, go to Thailand or Europe for somewhere. That's four months every year for the next 10 years, and you have to spend only $180,000, but that's about 18,000 a year. Your living costs are covered from the $80,000 in Phoenix. Their 10 condos went up from $1 million to $1 million. 5. And from your million that you had left over, you still have eight hundred twenty thousand left over. That's how multimillionaire thinks. But of course, there's so much more involved, and it's a little joke. You can go to my YouTube channel and say, live your money. But the thing is, sometimes in Vancouver in particular, in many areas in North America, the home has become a huge asset. And like you said, it might even be too big for us, so we can't keep the upkeep. In this case, they're worried about the property taxes. By the way you can defer the property taxes can't you
1: Absolutely so that is one option if you are struggling with cash flow for example um you can defer your property tax now the the provincial government does require a number of things you have to be at least 55 years and up you right. need to be a homeowner in bc or the spouse of a homeowner and you need to have paid your previous taxes right but you can Defer your tax, your your property tax for any year that you are living in your home. So it so could fund, be
0: another 20 years, could
1: do? Exactly, exactly. So you could. Um, they do charge low interest, 4.5% uh, this year, I think. It's simple interest, so it doesn't compound. What it will allow you to do is perhaps you can stay in your home longer. And then, um, as I mentioned, have cash flow. And then what people are doing is when the time comes, that they do sell their place, then the equity that has built up in their home can then pay back the uh, property taxes.
0: Sure, yeah, makes sense. You know why yeah. why struggle to uh, to do that if 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 that could be one of the
1: solutions that you should evaluate, right? Exactly. Now you can't do it for your second home. If you own a cottage or another condo yeah. somewhere, it doesn't apply. Uh, doesn't apply to float homes. Or if you um, if the homeowner passed away and it's in the name of your executor.
0: Or administrator, mm-hmm. then it doesn't count either. Okay, yeah, then they want to clean it up, and yeah. But so, so, the, but certainly that comes all as part of what you do with your seniors in terms of evaluating. I mean, but sometimes maybe they're they're just not ready to move just yet. How do you handle that?
1: It's still just important to have a conversation. If they're not ready to move yet, that's fine, but what I can provide them in the meantime is if they need professionals to go into their home, we talked about doing safety assessments, for example, that's something I can do. There's a little
0: profession for that, that that somebody comes in.
1: There are, yes, so an actual occupational therapist can be, uh, you know, your doctor could refer you to one or you could actually reach out to one yourself. They can come in and do a safety assessment specific to your condition, for example. If you've got Parkinson's, right, or, or if you've got um, b- lack of balance, then they can focus on that. I myself can do one, but it's very generalized. It's not as an OT would because I no longer am licensed as an OT. But I do work with professionals, uh, contractors. They're called certified aging in place specialists. And what they do is they will put in your grab bars properly, right? Like screwing Mm -hmm. them onto the studs, not just onto your tile. You want it to be able to hold your weight, um, put in the ramps, modify the kitchens, whatever it is that you need, people can do that. Same with putting in a stair lift. Um, If you love your home, you can afford it. You can put an elevator in if you have the space. So there's all these different things that you can do. If you have a lot of stuff, which is, I think, sometimes having all this stuff is is daunting and overwhelming, and that's why people never start moving forward. <laughs> I, do, I do have organizers, professional organizers who can come in. They're very familiar with working with seniors. They will take the time to help you figure out what to keep, what to sell. Um, it's hard to believe, but people don't want your China collections anymore, or they just <laughs> They don't want your huge oak furniture, because as you know, the homes today, Ozzy, are tiny, right? Yeah. You can't fit the huge dining table that fits 20 people anymore. So anyways, it's 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 a, a process, but yeah, can that.
0: what is What is interesting there, of course, too, is that I have all my life, I always wanted to be in big houses, I had to have a big house. Oh. Well, a big house has lots of big stuff in it. I had a triple garage and was full of stuff, but no cars, but it was full of that's stuff anyways. I, and I remember my, finally we decided to move into a, a condo and we, we still have a place in the ski resort. So I said, I don't have a house on top, it was just too much. But anyways, so my mover, who's moved me over the years several times, he said, you realize, because I was going to put everything in storage, he says, you realize what I do is I take all your stuff, I put it into storage, you pay that for the next six years, you pay the storage fees, and then I come and I put it all to the dump, right? I was quite perturbed. I said, what do you mean, put it? This is good stuff. Well, that's exactly what happened, because after you realize, I don't really need that stuff, and nor do I want it. I mean, know, it's I'm quite happy with a little less, you know.
1: The yeah. funny thing
0: is that we can have anything we want, but do we want all the things that we have, you
1: know? Exactly. Exactly. And does, that takes time. As I said, I think for a lot yeah. of people, it's emotional, because it's not necessarily just the stuff, but it's the memories, right? The emotion that connects us to our things.
0: A hundred percent. That is so true. And I, but sometimes I wonder, we're now taking 10,000 pictures and I thought, well, I rarely look at the pictures from my father and mother, really, to be truthful. Every once, once a year, we all sit around the table and look at them. But, Will anybody ever look at our pictures when we take thousands of them? <laughs> but anyways, the point is, you, it, it is good to sit down. And I think when you have some struggles with cash and you come up with some solutions, like defer the further taxes and maybe there are other solutions, and then I can I can get slowly get used to the idea that eventually we're going to move. Now, and the thing is, the that senior uh, residences today, that they're different than they were in the past, aren't they?
1: They are not. What we thought of as nursing homes or institutions in the past, I would say they really are more like cruise ships. these days. They're <laughs> really? like, Yes, they're more like um, you know like hotels, but with so many things. So what I tell people, if they are considering options for downsizing, to really visit these places and get a feel for them. They're all slightly different, as some of them you know, when you pay your rent, you think, oh my goodness, I'm paying $5,000, $8,000 in rent. Well, you have to realize that includes everything. It includes your three meals a day. It includes, you know, like the the snack bar 24-7, includes a concierge, someone to do your housekeeping, someone to come in and check on you. So all these things, including uh, the amenities, like a pool, hot tub, yoga classes, things like that. That's all included. So it really, um, if someone feels like that's something they might consider, actually look at your numbers. How much are you paying for utilities in your home? How much are you paying for insurance? So all these things add up and it might be actually more affordable than you think, but it, it takes a time. The other thing I tell people, I when I do tour people around to these different seniors' residences, we usually like to go for lunch. Sometimes it's, it's the food, that, that makes or breaks it. So um, I'll give you an example. I actually have a listing right now at Opal. So Opal is an independent living, assisted living residence in West Vancouver. It's in the Camp Village there. And yes, you can buy a condo in a senior's residence. There's not too many that do this, but there are like Terraces and Seventh, for example, will also sell some condos. But when you go in there, their cuisine is restaurant quality really. And they always give you an option, Western cuisine or Asian cuisine. And then if you don't even like what they have on menu, then you can also order a la carte. So, um, you know, go into a place, talk to the sales manager, do the tour, taste the food, then you'll know. Before COVID, actually, they used to allow you to be able to stay, like they'd have a guest suite, and you could stay for the weekend and just get a feel for what it's like, take the activities. So, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's not the nursing home of yesteryear. It really is a very vibrant and social place to be.
0: Yeah, and the interesting thing is that if you're in your home for a very long time and you've come in your habits, and now you're, you're I mean, it's not so much that you're bored, but it's that you, you know everything, you know where the food store is, and you know where your restaurant is. But in reality, it probably would give you a shot on the arm to do something else. I know my wife and I, we. He took a cruise around the world for three months, but goodness, it rejuvenates you. You so many different things and different people. And one of the things that happens, and that's what I was trying to say, is people have so much money in their home, and if you don't go cabin one as a homeowner, your heirs will. You know, it's, <laughs> I know one of my old, oldest, oldest friends He always wanted to own a Mercedes and he never did, and he died. Guess what? Both his okay. son and his daughter bought one each, you know, <laughs> with his money. And so sometimes we're saving at the wrong end. But mm-hmm. so, so in general, what what is the advice you would give somebody that is sort of wants to create a plan for the future?
1: Um, there's a, a number of main ones that I try and tell people: do what you can to remain active and remain healthy, physically and mentally. It's so important, right? Isn't that what you say? You live. Uh, Where will you live? (laughs) You have to maintain your health in order to be able to do all the things that you want to do, that you dream of. Second is, um, well, part of being healthy is you're trying to avoid falls. Falls are the number one reason why people actually end up in hospital, or seniors anyways, and the number one reason they actually never go back home. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep your home safe from falling? One of them is being active because you're building your muscles. You have more balance. So All these things are important. And then finally, the last thing really is planning ahead. And we talked, we touched on this before. What is, what is it that you want? What, where, where do you want to be? What community do you have supports? Don't be afraid of using technology. So these days actually technology can help you age in place. Right? You can ask, oh, I don't know, Siri or something to turn off the lights, you know, make sure all the appliances are off. But there are also technologies like the Apple Watch, but other things that can tell if you've fallen, right? And then right. It, it will alert your loved ones that you've fallen and can't get up, what have you. So, all these things, it's always learning and uh, planning ahead. Really
0: important. Well, and that can be exciting too. I mean, we yeah, all are told you have to, you know, you do 10,000 steps a day. Well, I don't do 10,000 steps a day, but I do five, mm-hmm. you know, or you do what you want to do. I'm not a treadmill kind of a guy, but I love walking on the beach, you know, do do what you personally like and what you experience, which, yes, we, we live in this moment. We can, we can look at yesterday and learn from it, and we look at the future and what we might want to do, but we live only this moment, and the older you get, the more important it is to do that living, yeah. and sometimes, you know, we've been so busy and, you know, and you have a tire and, and you don't know what to do with yourself. So planning, like with everything, we should have some sort of a plan. And the other thing it does allows you to do, and that's what I think you're very good at, is that patience they need. It's not mm-hmm. a listing here today. You don't have to make a decision right. today. Take study here. Let's read this, uh, this brochure that I have. Let's take a look, you know, and get your health care providers involved and then if down the road you're ready to to sell, then I can give you, you know, what you what, what service you need. But in the meantime, you're a resource for them.
1: Absolutely. I'm here. It's it's all about what what is it they say? It's all about um educating, equipping, right? And and empowering, basically, so that you live as independent as possible with dignity. So yes, I'm here. Call me anytime. Happy to chat.
0: Well, okay, the, the, uh, I was reading the, you know, we, we, uh, there's literally um, one, another, uh, one of my speakers at one of our events, um, his mother went into a, it's not an old age home, but he called it that, but it was a, 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 one of those private residences in Chilliwack, and, uh, and she went there and she was 76. and. Um, yeah, he he says it's a true story, I have no reason to disbelieve him, but she fell in love at that age, in that institution, and for wow. six years, she was the happiest woman alive, and she said, she did annoy me, he said, you know, she told me that she liked this new guy better than my, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you never know what you might you find. <laughs>
1: you never know. You're, you're in your second or third age, and why why not live life the way, you know? Yeah, as best as possible, right?
0: The big There's thing been... is also that that it is we live longer, right? I yes. mean, you know, it's you know, we used to die off at a much younger age. I ski with a teacher from Calgary and in, in Kimberley, and he was sort of 75, and at the time, I think I was 10 years younger. And he said, You know, when you're 65, you think you're feeling the same at 70. Well, you don't, he says. You know, and he says when you're 70, you think you feel the same way when you're 75. So you push things off. He says right now it takes me an hour just to get my motor going, right? But but he still gets his motor going, and that's what the, what it's good advice for anybody.
1: It's interesting you mention that because in in the 1900s life expectancy was only 47 years yeah. old, right? Yeah. And right now the fastest growing demographics are centenarians. Yeah. Like we have so many people that are 100 and beyond so it's amazing we are living away
0: you know and uh, you know so my wife and i we were talking just yesterday about uh, there was a couple a doctor there was 89 and she was 86 and they were both practicing uh, and then they loved doing it and i guess that's the key you know with anything you know joseph campbell says follow your bliss and most people go through life and never even know what that is but if you do find it then really age is just a number, you know, it is, It is. you enjoy your life every day.
1: It is, and and the retirement age of 65, that was artificially set, right, based on when people passed away, you know, in 47, 50, so really there's no stopping what you can do past 65.
0: Well look, I'm very happy that you took the time uh, to, to come, uh, so, so uh, for the people that are uh, listening on the podcast, but why don't you? Is it okay if somebody calls you? Or if, absolutely, can you just tell I me remember. your number slowly? So I, because on a podcast, and, I don't necessarily see it.
1: So my number is 778-866-1215.
0: Do that again.
1: 778-866-1215.
0: And those of you that are listening, not in your car, but what is your email?
1: It's Corina at StainsbyRealEstate.com.
0: So that's S-T-A-I-N-S-B-Y. Yeah. yeah. And it's Corina with one N.
1: One N, one R. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, look, thank you very much for taking the time for us and giving us this very interesting perspective about getting older. I will definitely grab that brochure from you and get myself informed, although I'm long ways away from being... <laughs> Absolutely.
1: cause <laughs> <positive>. any time. I. <laughs>